good people welcome back for another season of kingly conversations man this is season four and we're just out here making it happen yeah you know and it really is a milestone because you know that i was looking at a stat the other day and they say you know the the average now ain't none of us average right but the average podcast really has one episode and very few make it past one whole season or whole year of actually doing that podcast because of one reason or the other and uh, you know here we are juicy <laughs> <laughs> so you know uh so we appreciate everybody man we appreciate everybody riding with us and we appreciate everything that uh, y'all I, doing out there yeah yeah i like to show some appreciation give flowers to those who uh, are breathing man shout out to y'all man it's been a journey thank y'all appreciate y'all love y'all I'm talking about you, Allen, and you, Calvin. You know what I mean? Appreciate it. Appreciate and, uh, it. Look, I'm just here for the ride, and I'm enjoying myself. For sure. And uh, let me give flowers to those who are listening and been following us since uh, for a while, man. 1972. <laughs> this, <laughs> hey, thank y'all. I appreciate you. Love you. Season four. This is season four. The start of season four. First yeah, episode man. of season four. That's correct. So here we go, people. And as always, as I am every single week. For the last for the last two years, I'm Alan. Vibrate, vibrate higher. It's your boy Twine, also known as Twine. Ask me about my podcast, man. You know what time it is. Watch your mouth, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's your friend, your mentor, Calvin D. Hill. You should you didn't see that coming? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't think you were gonna sing. I came. I came in here with that vibe, man. I yeah, let's I do did, it. What's I the topic didn't. for today? Okay, here we go. All right. So, what? What? what you go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, I'm gonna enjoy this. I'm gonna enjoy this. I'm gonna let you enjoy this. The topic here is. Go, here I mean, go, not, y'all. I'm not gonna enjoy it a lot. I just, you know, I. I uh, anyway, the topic is is everything. Not is everything, but the topic is uh, everything in America is racist. Y'all gonna see the Huey I've been talking about. Y'all ain't gonna see the Huey I've been talking about. <laughs> and here's here's the reason we wanted to discuss it because I think a lot of the time, especially when you live so far removed from a thing's origin, mm-hmm. you don't even know why that thing existed, why that thing came into being. To you, it is just normal life. And the other, and the other thing that kind of, and we actually have a. Uh, another topic that I wrote down that we haven't really talked about doing yet, but because I was having a conversation with somebody um, that was saying that, you know, the reason that they own firearms is to protect themselves from the government's tyranny. And I was like, well, how would you recognize tyranny? Mm. Like, how would you even know what tyranny was from the government? Because to me, any that there, there are going to be those that are going to say any law is tyranny from the government because the government is imposing any law. law. Because it's not freedom. Any government. law would be freedom. Would be an infringement of your freedom if, if any law is made. Now, some people will say, would well, that be anarchy? Well, 
is anarchy tyranny then, or is non-anarchy tyranny? So anyway, so I, so it made me start thinking about the fact that you know all all of this stuff when you live 100, 200, 300, 400 years removed from its inception, you may not know its origins. You may not know the origins of why a thing exists, of how something was applied, of why something happened, and that can cause you to believe a thing about it that isn't that may not be true. It may be true for you today, but it may not have been true for your parents, mm-hmm. for their parents. And so you may get uh, understand why people feel certain ways about things. Um, because there are a lot of things in our country that's, that had roots in racism. And again, people, when we say racism, we're not talking about prejudice and we're not talking about bigotry. We're talking about racism. There's a very different, it's a very different entity because without power, there can't really be racism. You have to have power to actually be able to subdue or oppress another group of people in order for that to be racism. So is that why some people say black people can't be racist because they don't have the power or the abilities? I, I to hear that sub- a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's, because they don't have they don't have the ability to oppress. That's essentially why. Yes, yeah. so they can be prejudiced, but like that very often. So like for for a long for years, you as a black person. In the United States, we're we're going to get, and it's in some respects still true today in a lot of areas. Uh, we're going to get a lesser job than someone else with the exact same credentials as you, or lesser pay than someone else with the exact same credentials as you, simply because the person in the chair that you interviewed in front of wasn't from your tribe, and that is is racism. It's the fact that I can I can affect what you what you do, where you go, where you live, where you eat, because I have prejudice and power in my hand and you don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. So uh, y'all they only power. <laughs> I'm sorry. So that that was what that was why this whole topic came. So that was six whole minutes on why this topic even existed. <laughs> right? Oh man! So the question I asked myself is: if the thing started, because there are these those people that believe you cannot separate a thing from its original purpose. And so my the question was: if a thing started a certain way, does that mean that there are still racist policies today? Right. So that was number one. And then if if that is true, so 1B, if they started with racist ideals, can they rid themselves of the racist undertones with which they started? So the first one was pretty innocuous, right? Because the first one I, that I, that I you know, kind of pulled from the annals of history were jelly beans. Because a lot of people have probably heard, especially by this, by this point in time, it's I 2022. a lot of black people heard. Well, a lot of black people heard. Now, the jelly beans themselves. No. Personally, I... Until Alan brought this up, this whole video about the whole jelly beans and mm-hmm. being able to count. And I did read a book uh, as well um, that educated me within the last uh, within the last year. Yeah. Well, see, a lot of the stuff that I learned was, again, was because my mom and dad. What, activists? My mom was almost, and my dad wouldn't let her. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that, though. That's almost real. I can see that one. I can see that Because one. my mom is, is is she loves everybody, but she is for the empowerment of black people. Got it. I understand that. Especially given. Educating black people, 
young men especially and oh i can see that i mean growing up in especially growing up in the city that mm-hmm. she grew up in growing up in the time that she grew mm-hmm. up in in that city you it was almost impossible and growing up where she grew up in that city it's almost impossible not to have been and there's a there's a fight that that generation has they have a, a very strong fight against racism and the uh, the problems they face they had to overcome the problems yeah. they had to overcome is so ingrained in them that even now they still have some of the same views even though things have changed some of their point of views haven't that's, that's true and it's because of that trauma and that all the challenges yeah and I, and I think it, it that is going to be the case no matter where you are I mean and well I don't even know if it's their whole generation I think it really depends on where you grew up cuz I mean cuz you know, it, 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 I mean, it's the, the other person in the house, the, it grew well, up they in the same grew up, generation. They right, grew up in a different I place. I also accredit that to uh, your, your grandma was Indian. Your, my grandma was Indian. What tribe? Didn't have a father. Well, his father was killed early. Yeah, what tribe? Uh, Seminole. Seminole. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, that makes so, sense. That makes sense. Yeah, Lord. light skin and everything else, very light. So that. Ah, so that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, back to raising jelly beans. Oh, so yeah. So the jelly beans. What? What? For those that are not aware, what happened is after after African Americans in this country got the right to vote, in in polling places, they would hold like literacy tests and all this other stuff to determine if you could vote because they had the same thing that they're trying to do today. They wanted to put all this all this stuff in place to essentially make it harder for people to vote. So what they did. Is in places where there were a lot of African Americans or black people that were going to vote, uh, they would have you guess the number of jelly beans in a jar before they would let you vote. Now, first of all, firstly, hmm. like that's just like that's stupid. But it worked because they had power. So they had prejudice and power working for them. So you mean to tell me I've been going to these jubilees and these uh, oh, wow. carnivals out here trying to guess how many? Uh, you know what? I ain't gonna do that, man. You got me all. You got me all messed up. But that was what it is. So if you couldn't, if you couldn't guess it, um, you were not allowed to vote, right? If you couldn't, you you were just not allowed to vote. And this is information, people. So so don't get upset. Don't get mad. Just information. Just putting it out there. Put y'all. <laughs> And let's, and let's not pretend as though at the time that this was being done, you know, because right. a lot of times they, 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 they even, even to this day, you don't have, like, all the photos you have of when this stuff happened, you either have black and white photographs or somebody drew a picture mm-hmm. of it happening, mm-hmm. which makes it seem like. It was years, years, years like it was Like it was four ago. or five hundred no, years ago. Because, no. like, you can't imagine them not having uh, uh <laughs> Not having cameras at that time, but they had cameras. They had color cameras. It's intentionally done again. It's intentionally done so that you feel like it was a long time ago, and really it wasn't. Hmm. It would have been my parents and grandparents' generation that experienced it. Yep. So, so that was so. Jelly beans was the first one. That was the, the kind of the most because you can't blame the jelly beans. It wasn't the jelly beans' fault. They didn't do nothing. <laughs> Somebody just kind of made them, uh, but you know you can't blame the jelly beans. So, I I'm not saying don't eat jelly beans. I'm just saying is it ignorance that people do that now, like not knowing the history yeah, behind? Yeah, because 
because yeah. you were in school and things of that nature. There was a little contest like that. So is that something that you think was I know it's out of ignorance? Or un- in the, okay, I know it's out mm-hmm. of ignorance because I was, I was a part of or in a church between the North Pole and the South Pole, and they True stood indeed. up in front. Like had the kids come up in front, yeah. (laughs) I did that on purpose. (laughs) So they they brought all the kids up front, and they were auctioning the kids off to do work around the neighborhoods or the people in the community of the Mm -hmm. church. Mm -hmm. And that looked so much like slave auction. Yeah, and I was like, okay, y'all doing that? Y'all don't know no better. You don't know no better. So. And it, and it was the the kicker was it was the culture. Mm-hmm. That's what lets me know it's ignorance. They don't. Some people just don't know where that came from, mm-hmm. or how that even appears to other people. So, and I think too. I mean, I think they're not sensitive to it. Like they're, they're not. Just, they're they, not. They're not even. And and a lot of times they don't even want to know. Right. They have no. They have no. They have no desire at all. To learn, because I, I had to, uh, I had to tell somebody the other day, because they were like, you know, well, they they were asking me because we were talking about where, um, me and my wife might go for our anniversary or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, they were like, well, have you guys been to such and such and been to the plantation? And I'm thinking to myself, why would I? Fool! <laughs> <laughs> why why would I desire to go? To a plantation It'd be just one thing Like if I desire to go To a plantation So I can be upset And go look at the slave quarters Ain't, I don't, ain't no need for me To go to the actual Plantation house if I would be going From a purely historical Perspective To learn the, the history Of this particular plantation In this particular area But I'm not No I'm not I'm not giving I'm not giving my time And energy to that Right But For people who Don't come from People that were enslaved Mm-hmm. Could have been on those plantations. Is it? It's innocuous to them. Even the word itself, plantation, is innocuous to them. But it is not innocuous to those people. Well, to, it's not innocuous to everybody that might have come through that. Because uh, I mean, I know, I know where, I know where all four sides of my family were. Mm-hmm. At least back to great grandparents, because mm-hmm. I did the research, and. Um, it is highly likely <laughs> where they where they happen to be in the country that at some point in time they were on somebody's plantation. Right. So no, I, I only chased back two. I haven't done my mom's side. I did my dad's side. I was I fortunate enough. Side. I was fortunate enough. I mean, I'm 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 stuck at I'm stuck at the Emancipation Proclamation, but um, that's I got I got I did get all the way back there mm. on two lines, I think. So so. So go to the secret history of uh, guns. So, uh, so the secret history of guns really is, the, is twofold. So one thing that 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 a lot of people have said recently in recent times is that all gun control is racist, and the reason that they say that is because the origins of gun control are racist, meaning that prior to. Essentially, prior prior to black people owning firearms, there really was no legislation or anything against the types of guns you could own or any of that. And then it, all it took was the Black Panthers walking onto the steps of... Wait a minute. 
We can't have y'all out here walking around with guns. <laughs> that was what it was. And they changed the law in what? 18, 19? No, that was when 19. That was, 19, uh, when, was Reagan, when was Reagan governor in California? Somebody looked that up. But that's when they changed it. He was governor of California. The Black, I think it was in the 60s, actually. The Black Panthers came to the came to the came to the the the, the Capitol steps mm-hmm. and inside the building and just stood around with shotguns. Didn't didn't point them at nobody. Just stood Did, just just stood around, didn't say nothing to nobody, didn't make a scene, didn't cause a ruckus. But they said, Oh, we can't have these uh we can't have these people. People, <laughs> what do you mean? We can't have people. these people up here with these with these guns uh, in front of us. So, and then and guess who supported it? The KKK and the NRA supported that behavior. Support they supported the gun control because they also said, "Oh yeah, now these people can't. Mm mm Don't let them have guns. Don't let them have the guns. So that was sixty seven. The California State Capitol, sixty-seven. So this nineteen hundred and sixty-seven. So everybody's parents would have been everybody's parents in our generation would have been born at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nineteen hundred and sixty-seven was when was when this happened, and so that activity started gun control. And the only thing that the Black Panthers were doing, because you know the Black Panthers get a, a a terribly bad rap, they were protecting their own neighborhoods from. What they saw as violence being perpetuated on them by outsiders, because that is what was happening. It's one thing if you live in a neighborhood; the neighborhood can handle its own issues. But then, when you have people from outside the neighborhood that have power mm-hmm. coming in and perpetuating violence on people and dragging people, hauling people off, and all this other stuff, that's when the neighborhood got involved at the time. So it depends on what perspective you're looking at the Black Panthers from. It does because the Black Panthers had they had they were feeding the kids they had social welfare programs they were they were doing all kinds of stuff that people don't even all they know the Black Panthers for is oh they was violent where they or were they defending themselves hmm. because if if it was some holler out in West Virginia and you and you had it was the same story you'd yep. say those people were defending themselves against the tyranny of the government but when it was the inner city in in Oakland California those people now are violent. Which again points to the fact that everything in America is racist. I like it. I like the oh, education. No, I just, I just like the education, man. So, so that's why some people say every now. Now, I would say that gun control had racist beginnings for sure. Mm-hmm. So did the Second Amendment. So, do you think it's still that way? The part B of your question: Do you think it's still that way now? I think that the people that for the people that have the power, I think it would be. I, I'm, I'm one of those people that, that are in the camp that if every black person went out, bought a firearm, got proper, properly licensed, properly trained, that then all of a sudden you would see gun control. More of it? More of it. Or more restrictions, more, more limitations restrictions. Yep. and all that good stuff. Almost guaranteed. Gotcha. Especially, especially if we started showing up to subways with AR-15s and started walking around Walmart with AR-15s. If we started doing all the same stuff that we see other people do because the fear that would the fear that would all of a sudden be there for some enough people would cause them to vote people in power that wanted more reform, especially if because it's one thing it's one thing for uh, 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 it's one thing for Herschel Walker to own a gun. 
It's another thing entirely for Kane to own a gun. Kane from power. I understand. So, so if Kane, I, if a I bunch of Kanes buy, because there's there's a group in Georgia that people were terrified of, and it was just a, a, essentially a bunch of black people doing the same thing that you see some of these other militia type groups doing. But for some reason, these people caused all this uproar because they were black. Disturbing of the peace. I mean, essentially, yeah. I mean, and they weren't doing anything. They're walking down the street with AR-15. That's all so they were doing. So tying that into like the current situation right now, because I know government is trying to put more limitations, or they're trying mm-hmm. to create more laws for gun control. It, but I, I guess I'm trying to tie it into what you're saying as far as um, laws being made. I I don't want to <clears throat> be narrow-minded and say, yo, this is the only reason why they're doing gun control. I mean, it has evolved right now because it's, it's crazy out here and people are doing some uh, malicious things that, that would right. want people to have more gun, gun control. But um, as far as the origin and how is what it, how it was created, y'all, y'all understand, uh, y'all have, I hope y'all have a better understanding of some of this information as far as it being created to restrict people they fear. Black people. I, I mean, say it, but you said it. I mean, that's that's what it was. <laughs> you said it. All right, so 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 yeah. I, okay. I don't I don't know that you know the current, but that's also part of the reason why they can't get anything done. Yeah, because I, believe me, in in sixty seven when they stood on the courthouse step, there was no problem, zero problem getting the referendum passed. Mm-hmm. None when the black <laughs> when the Black Panthers came and just stood there. It was like, yo, we gotta do something. Immediately. We gotta do something. We gotta do something about these. Go ahead and say it. People. <laughs> the pause dramatic. Mm. So, what is uh, moving so, on to the next topic, man? I don't want to. We, get- we're not. Uh, yeah. So that that next one, we'd have to play the video, but um, that's why I didn't put in any uh, notes underneath it. Okay. Uh, but so so that was that was where that one was. The question is, like like you said, is that still the case today? I think that's the reason they can't get anything done is because you've got enough people that don't have that fear currently because so they're like, no, I need these to, I don't protect myself against the government. Got it. Even though they wouldn't recognize Terry if it punched him in the face. Okay. Have you. So then there's a second amendment that goes along with that. Because there are some scholars. Now, I will concede that there are some people that disagree, but there are some scholars that say that the Second Amendment is only there because slave owners had to be able to protect themselves in case there was a slave uprising. I, I did read some information about that as well. So the entire Second Amendment, the question then becomes, well, was that racist then? Because if the, if the only reason that they're supposed to be a well-regulated militia is in case the slaves revolt, so in case in case of oppression, break glass. Like. Mm. That's so a th- that's a thin line. It's a thin line between fries and shakes, man. I'm telling you. Mm. 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 <laughs> so so uh, so but it but it, it just it begs the question. And I'm not saying that it that 
I'm not answering the question, right? I'm asking the question. I got it. Is that is that is that is that it's indicative of the the racist policies? And I'm sure it was probably put in like a lot of stuff that was taken out of the Constitution to appease Virginia. Shout out to Virginia. Shout out to Virginia. Mm. And having so many slaves and so much power that you had to affect the Constitution of the United States of America. In order to, in order to what? In order to, oh, <clears throat> in order to keep your rights. Oh my God. It was states' rights to own slaves. It was. Apparently so. So, in either way. What is this? Um, educate me about the uh, long time OC. What is this? <laughs> is that is so? Like a, what it essentially was is it was it was started. It started out as people essentially making fun of people who spoke broken English. Oh, because you know, long time no see and no can do. It was because it was people speaking what the, what what linguists call pigeon English, um, and so people were making fun of those people, and then it just kind of became a colloquialism in the South. The things that everybody just kind of says. Mm-hmm. But that was how it started. No different than, um, you know, all the advertisements and whatnot that were talking in the, in the in the twenties, thirties, forties, fifties that were talking about how black people like watermelon. That they were like somehow predisposed to eat watermelon. Um, and it's like it's not. Like it's not really true, but it was used as a tool of oppression. So just like people making fun of people for no no can do in long time no see. Mm. I didn't know about that one. Now I'm not saying don't say no can do. I mean, we got a whole song. My crew can't go for that. No, no, no can do. I mean mm. so we we singing about it already anyway. But there's a lot of stuff we sing about. I me personally I feel like we shouldn't do, but it is I mean that's that's probably true, but does you know, the question becomes is if you start researching, if you if you do too much research, then you end up not doing anything, because you find out the origins of everything. You're just like, oh man, I can't even walk down the street. Be right, not well, here in America. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can walk down, you can go to Belize, but then uh, but then but it's only because you don't know right what how stuff started in that country. We know how it started in this one because we live here. And if you are, if you happen to be, you know, and unfortunately, unlike, unlike, uh, you know, countries like Germany that know they have wronged people, right? That, and so they teach the full history of, hey, this is all the terrible stuff we did so that they don't repeat it. Mm. They actually teach it. Like, they, they teach it. Why doesn't America do that? You know why. Because okay. we, we got to keep Racism. No, so why wouldn't I, honestly, so, okay. man, I, It's just okay. capitalism, man. Let's be real. It's all about the, the bottom line. It's always been about the bottom line. Capitalism, Money. but capitalism in and of itself is just, is not different. I mean, because capitalism in and of itself is exploitation. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I understand. <laughs> so now I will say I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how uh, not teaching history. Uh, unless you just like, well, you don't want people to buy from. But I, I think you would have to, like you, like you said, Germany does deliberately teach it with the intent of, okay, we're not going to do this again. So, so and I don't think we're we didn't teach it. It wasn't designed to be taught that way. 
Of course it was. School system wasn't designed to be taught that. No, the school system it was wasn't, designed to it wasn't, workers. Yeah, it wasn't designed to say, hey, you... For the betterment we, of the yeah, country. Yeah, it wasn't for that. So we're just going to sweep it under the rug. No. Yeah, we're because, go, well, we're because, going again, to exclude details... Right, because when, when intentionally. You, right, when you create a system, when you build something, you're looking for a certain result. So if this is the result I'm going for, this is what I'm getting. So I need this is what I wanted. That's why I designed it. And that's why So I a lot of the things in like you said, a lot of things in America was built or founded on or the origin of is racism. So we did this intentionally to, to have this divide, to yeah. have this oppression on yep. these people. And so it's constant. It didn't change. It won't change. We might make it look different, but it is what it is. And a lot of it does go back to, in some way, go back to capitalism. Now, capitalism, capitalism is woven all into in and through it because part of the reason that there are a lot of these racist policies is because I was watching something yesterday too that, that they had to make it so that the because what was happening all across the country is the enslaved class. And poor white people were banding together because they essentially were fighting the same fight against the the aristocracy, the ruling class, the people that started the country. Because let's be real, rich people started the United States of America. It's not like you were. It's not like Jimmy from 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 Appalachia was was in any of these meetings trying to start the country. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of people that had money and owned slaves. That was it. So when people you know say, "Oh, freedom," no, it wasn't your freedom. Wasn't his freedom? Wasn't her freedom? It was I want to be free because my name is r- insert rich person's name. I this is what I want. <laughs> well, I was gonna name a rich person, but he didn't deserve <laughs> me to put him in that sentence. He's not a great person, but he didn't deserve me to put him in that sentence. So it does, in, in some respects, go back to capitalism uh, promoting exploitation because the even the educational system, whole educational system. Was built to produce workers mm-hmm. because the the people that had industry, the Henry Fords, the uh, Rockefellers, all the people who had industry mm-hmm. needed people to work in those factories, mm-hmm. and so they needed people who would do what you told them to do and not question it. And that's and that, that, <laughs> that right there. I, and my thing is question all, they, question everything. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't want you to be a thinker. They did not. That, that is not the plan. That is not a part of the. That they, is they, not a part of the plan. They for you wanted to, come to out say, of school and think. Take this hill, and you go take it. Congratulations. That's what they wanted. Okay. Because that's what they needed. Because how else could you get somebody who was essentially. Doing their own thing, they might have been they might have been impoverished, and this is how they did it. They essentially took the impoverished people mm-hmm. that were out there struggling in the in the wilderness, so to speak, and then put them in factories and paid them a wage. Got it. So, and then I, we're gonna get to that too. I, I want to go to the next topic, but I want to close. <laughs> no, no, because I want to yeah. make sure we yeah. go over everything yeah. that I see in these notes here. So, my my question to y'all is: What do you say to the generation now that's in school? Um, that that are doing what they're supposed to be doing in, in regards of what society says and going to school and getting an education X Y Z, like because you because what I understand what you're saying is 
they're you going to school to become a worker. So how what would you advise the the generation now that's going through the school system to get an education to get a, either a GED or a, get a diploma? What do you what do you say to them? Anything? I mean, I would, I would say. I mean, because we went through it too. We, we did, we did what we were supposed to do. I would we say, did, don't, we did what we what we were told. Don't just let the school system be your only source of education. But I would, even with that, I would also because I'm one of those people that I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I don't whatever. I'm not gonna believe it just because I need second, third, fourth, uh, um, you know, sources, sources. And then like, okay, so this is probably this is probably accurate information because I know that especially if somebody's just saying it, no, I need to go look this up somewhere. Because you you can say anything. Anything. I remember um there was this, you know, after nine eleven, this is neither here nor there, but after nine eleven there were a bunch of people that were talking about, you know, um and it was something I happened to know about, you know, how how the the fire spread and this, that, and the third. And I remember Mythbusters doing an episode because people were talking about how jet fuel was just burning. Um, and I'm like, well, that's that's odd because you have to atomize a large it. amount of yeah. heat to burn steel or yeah. melt steel. And so, but the Mythbusters did an episode because they were unaware. They were essentially lighting a match and throwing it in JP5. And it went out. And it went out every single time because on its own, without it being atomized, it ain't flammable. Mm-hmm. So... It was like they were just like, huh, 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 because, you know, there were all these videos circulating around online. So they did their own tests. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have the budget to, <laughs> to do that on everything, but you can certainly look up something that somebody else has done. Because I can almost guarantee you somebody had the same question about a thing and has done research on it. You just have to. But don't let them do stuff like um, change the words slavery to involuntary relocation. Make it sound pretty. Call them all artisan. They did that with the Bible. But anyway. <laughs> Look, um, a, a culinary arts specialist. Like, bro, you a cook. <laughs> In the military. Because that was what they change, called it. Change up the words. Yeah, that, that, no, that's what they do. They got to they gotta butter it up, schmooze it up. Moving on. So, um, uh, I see. Which one are you on? I, I see the one with the YMCA, and then yeah, there's another on, one. Man, we ain't going about that YMCA. Okay, let's move on. Ooh, we gonna move on. My Every Lord. in that time in that era, but thank God for change. I guess I, I know sure. of some situations yeah, yeah, that I still. I mean, I go to the Y. They they still have uh, internal issues they need to work out. But anyway, moving on. Hey, sometimes you gotta do a drive by from here to Brooklyn. Everything. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> <laughs> that was right, something Chris so Rock said in the comments. I see this uh, part three. It says, "Oh, the cheap, cheap, cheap about a dozen. dozen." What is that? So essentially, uh, if you had uh, slaves that were being sold at auction, but they had deformities, maybe they were missing limbs, missing hands, missing arms, or they were, you know, according to the slave, the auctioneer um, deformed in any way, or had a, a deficiency of any kind, or had a disability of any kind. Or, or one of my friends calls differently abled, um, then they would sell you as a group. And so they would say it was cheaper by a dozen. So you could buy a, a dozen for what it may have cost for, you know, one strong male. Gotcha. Because you had, you know, but you had more, now you had more slaves to do, you know, maybe smaller tasks, menial tasks. But so they were cheaper by the dozen. 
And then, of course, now that just worked its way into American the life. The thread. Mm-hmm. The fabric. Got it. The fabric of our lives. Knocked up. Didn't they have a movie called? They did have a movie called. Well, they had a movie called Cheaper by a Dozen, too. But That's true. Yeah, they had Knocked Up was a movie. Yes. There was a movie called Knocked Up, but before that, it was a phrase. Mm. Wow. But the phrase itself, according to some scholars, came from the fact that if you had a pregnant slave, the price was knocked up. And if the, the slave wasn't, um, you know, didn't have more value, so to speak, then that price was knocked down. Mm. So that's where the phrase came from. Because obviously if you, not obviously, but if you were buying a slave that was pregnant, you essentially were buying two slaves. Got it. Because as soon, I mean, the child is in the womb already a slave. So, Because that was a law. Because that was how it was. Yep. Chattel slavery. Yep. yep, yep so yep. knocked up itself, the phrase, started in racism. Hmm. Interesting. Didn't know that. Didn't know a lot of this stuff, but I'm glad we got here. I mean, Alan to... Uh, <coughs> Help us out. Yes. It's education, man. So I'm just saying, man, I just, my thing is, I, you know, I'm like Sid the science kid, man. I want to know the origin. I want to know everything about everything. And I think because I am inquisitive that way, sometimes it causes a problem mm-hmm. for me. Uh, but other times you get to get to the root of a thing and find out why this even exists and then determine what you're going to believe about it. Gotcha. Instead of allowing, uh, you know, some person mm-hmm. to a, as the only source material. So the only source material is the guy on the street corner with the bullhorn or the only source material is a TikTok, or the only source material is somebody on Instagram or the only source material is, 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 is. So I just my thing is I didn't want to govern. I didn't want to have my own mind governed by somebody else without my input being in, involved and 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 unfortunately it's it's some of the people that i was following uh for maybe like business content yeah. and then they started going off the rails and started talking Ooh. about all this i'm like yo this is not your area of expertise yeah. money because uh, to me it's like yeah money don't make you tell me about money become that's where you excelled extremist yeah don't 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 tell me about you know how you had dinner with alex jones and what y'all talked about gotcha well, sir, clearly um, he out here lying I, in the I, streets. The I did one. make a, a notation at the very bottom here, um, just kind of in our conversation. Oh, did we do the minimum wage one? No, we didn't. Oh, okay. no, we didn't. Go ahead and do that one real quick. Oh, so minimum wage. I mean, in, even now, minimum. So minimum wage when it was started did not apply to domestic workers or farm workers, of which. We were most of now, of course, people would say they're, you know, immigrants or whatever, you know, where it might be people coming from El Salvador or Mexico or wherever to work on farms or do domestic work. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was us. Mm. It would have been us, us in the fields and the the ladies in, in doing domestic work in the house, cleaning people's homes. And so the minimum wage laws didn't apply to that class of people. And we were the vast majority of people in those roles. So it's a limited, again, the buying power and the ability to own your own life because you said, oh, well, if you're a farm worker, minimum wage doesn't apply to you. Oh, if you're a domestic worker, if you're cleaning homes for a living or you're doing 
uh, you know, you're you're a waiter or a waitress doesn't apply to you, and to for them it still doesn't apply. Mm. Whereas most other countries, the people that are doing those, they have a wage. Like this is the minimum you can pay those people too. It's everybody. It's not like oh, we're going to exclude farm labor because who knows unknown reasons is what we would say today. That's why categories which organize people into distinct groups. Uh huh. I didn't make a note. Factions <laughs> trigger in the group loyalty and intergroup competition, segregation. Hardened races, perception, preferences, and beliefs. Hierarchy emboldens people to think, feel, and behave in racist ways. Power legislates racism on both micro and macro levels. Media legitimizes overpresenting and idealized representation of white Americans while marginalizing and minimizing people of color. Passivism. I think I said that right. Such that overlooking or denying the existence of racism encourages others to do the same. Those are seven notes that I've, I've uh, was able to Construct as we were talking Gentlemen any thoughts In closing Well you know you have this Racism You know you have it you know it's the origins You know it's always been there Your challenge is To overcome it That's your challenge Your your challenge is to Get past it Learn from it Good luck Because <laughs> it's not going to change anytime soon <laughs> Alright man um, Go ahead Alan Yeah I mean Hold on wait oh, I'm sorry. Hold on wait Let me just go say ahead. something real quick And you can wrap it up Alan Because I know you got something I, on I your brain cooking. I just want to say That when it comes to this topic It's I guess it's more say Educational to be aware um, There's some things that people Try to overlook and try to deny But I mean if you look at The hard facts and, and you Get into the history of how things Were created you'll see what it is um, You know not to con- Not to say that You are connected with that energy But I'm just saying just stop Trying to deny stuff man it's, it's out here Is the truth um, That's all I got Thank you. Thank you for listening, y'all. I appreciate y'all. Hope y'all learned something. Yeah, so, I mean, my thing is, you know, <laughs> no, it's, it's, listen, here's the thing. You, my thing is find out the, the origins of a thing. Um, and then determine what you think or believe about that thing. Find out the origins of a thing. And then look at what's going on with that thing today and say, okay, is this still? And here's always the thing. When I, when, I, when I talk about racism, to me, it's not enough to just say, oh, well, I'm not racist. You kind of have to be an, not even kind of, you need to be an anti-racist. Because just because you may feel like you're not racist, if you allow racism to go on in your presence, then what is still to me, what is that saying about you? Like, am I going to allow somebody to... uh 
to if I if in my presence, you know, if I'm at work or something like that, and somebody's getting pounded out in the in the lobby, like, am I going to allow somebody to just beat somebody to death in the lobby? So it just depends on who you who you decide you are. Are you somebody who looks out for others, or are you somebody who is only about self? That really is, you know, what where where we end up being is. So are you allowing racism to happen, or are you actually anti-racist and call it out when you see it from other people? Do you check them? As I would say And whether that could be a light check Could be a heavy check But do you check them Jane Elliott said If you were born in America And you went through the school system You're a racist Say it again Jane Elliott said If you were born in America And you went through their school system You're a racist Because they indoctrinate you They teach it to you Alright we out We'll see y'all next week. Man, I ain't no damn way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>